morning, morning. This is Pastor Jay with Anointed Radio, y'all. And we're going to start off in decency and order, and we're going to start with Psalms 31 and 24. And it says, be strong and take heart, all of you who hope in the Lord. That scripture stands to tell of time, where if you think about whatever you're going through, as long as you keep your faith in God, you'll be all right. You'll be strong. You, you got to just show some heart that you're going to go through some things. There's going to be some struggles, but you can't give up. You got to know that you're already victorious. And to remember to keep your eyes to the hills because that's where your help comes from. Amen. So, God, we just thank you for today, Lord. God, we just give you all the glory and all the praise. God, right now, be in the midst. Be in the in the atmosphere. Be in the room right now while we have our show today, God. Be able to spread out and touch everybody under the sound of my voice. God, lift any burden that is in their life, God. Lift any trials and tribulation that they're going through. While they're going through the storms, give them peace, God, and comfort. God, we just ask you right now to be in the midst to give confirmation of expansion, confirmation of growth, confirmation of next level, God. God, we just thank you for all the things that you're doing and all the things that you stopped from doing that was not good or in your will. God, we just give you all the glory and all the praise for everything you do in our lives. We thank you for the food on our table, the shelter over our head. And we just thank you for the things that we need, even though we don't always get the things that we want. We're glad to have the things that we need. And God, we just give you the ultimate praise for who you are, for always being there no matter what. And we say that all in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Amen, amen. This is Pastor Jane. Like always, I have something to say. You can find me at Facebook at Pastor Jaylon Calhoun, or you can find me at Instagram or Twitter at Anointed Jaylon, J-A-Y-L-O-N, Anointed Jaylon, Instagram and Twitter. What's up, what's up? Good morning, everyone. This is Lady AJ, and you can follow me on Instagram at LadyAJ2020. Or you can drop me a line at ladyaj2020 at gmail.com. And this is Coach here. You can find me on Instagram at 910coach. And you can also find me on Facebook at Top of the Hill Radio. So, that's not nice. Anybody got one? Hmm. Uh, Well, like last week, mine would be more personal. Oh. Yeah, so mine's always personal yeah. too, but still. Um, um I don't. I don't. I um I was just looking. How about these grasshoppers outside? Man, that's oh, not nice. That's no. Not nice. Oh my goodness. I was saying to somebody There's a I, bunch I think, right outside the window. That's the way I came. Outside the studio, they're all over the place. They're outside yeah. my house. I felt I was like, Man, okay, this is biblical. <laughs> like first earthquakes, now we got locusts. And then how they was hovering over the pyramid, I was like, that's a sign. <laughs> Somebody need to repent out there. Whoever out there, God trying to tell, try to tell you, let the people go. I don't know what happened, but that's what it says biblically, let my people go. So, I, man, locusts is everywhere. And they be, if you open your door long enough, they fly in and they're scary. Yeah. Because they come at you. I didn't know that till you last night. Oh, oh, okay. I had my door open for two seconds, and it chased me in the kitchen. 
I, I tried swatting and then the fly away they had they had like ninja skills i was like man what, what is happening but yes all these locusts that's out here in las vegas we're gonna hit them with the that's not nice No, it's not. Go back where you came from. I don't know where y'all <laughs> came from. All these grasshoppers all over the place. We don't even have grass. Right. But we got grasshoppers. That don't even make sense. We got grasshoppers, like thousands of grasshoppers. It could be even hundreds of thousands. It's because in, It's got to be in the hundreds of thousands because it, it's on the, it's on the blimp. It's on the satellite uh, imagery. Uh, for the weather. Uh, for the weather. Like if it's, a, it's like it's a rain cloud. Yeah. I, I'm I'm lost by that. So yeah, that I feel it's a sign, Vegas. For a sign for what? I don't know. If I see another plague, if one of the plagues from the Bible, if we start seeing frogs, then you know what's up. Yeah. They gotta I just don't. I, I I don't I don't want to get to the exactly. You see what I'm saying? And then you know we don't want to get to the last one. That that one was that one was horrible. Cause I'm out of here if that happens. Just to let y'all know that. I don't mind because I'm gonna be with my king. <laughs> you say what? I don't mind. I'm gonna be with my king. Oh, oh you a firstborn? No, I'm just gonna be with the king. Father oh, so. in heaven. No, that's what I was saying. The last plague was every firstborn that that um, no, the last, last plague was. Last male oh, born. oh yeah, you'd been cool. I'm the firstborn, mm. so yeah, I'd have been gone. Yeah. I'd have been out of here. So that's what's crazy. That's why that's why Pharaoh, if if you look into that scripture right there, that's why Pharaoh let the people go. Mm-hmm. Because his only son that he had yeah. died during the last plague due to his pride and stubbornness. So he, he told them, Let my he, he was like, Y'all go. But then he got mad at the end. He was like, Hold on. Yeah. I felt like he was like fresh prince when he went in the mansion and he was like, Jeffrey and he was like, Nobody was there and he was like, Nah, I don't like this. Let's go get them back. Right. But that didn't end well with him. No. So. Heck no, it didn't. <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and go into the That's mix. That's why it's important to be a person of your word. Amen. Man, that ain't that the truth. Amen. If you say it, mean it. I still want to get my That's Not Nice out. And that's it. <laughs> be a person of your word. Don't Man. say one thing and, and have your actions display something otherwise. Ain't that the truth. <sighs> If you're going to say you're going to do it, do, do it. it. If you're not going to do it. Then don't say nothing at all. Just, yeah. Don't say stuff that you think you want people to hear you say. Right, right. I think that's the deepest part. Yeah. I wish we had a topic about it. Because that's, if we didn't have this interview today, <laughs> we'd, be t- <laughs> we'd be talking about that. Because I don't understand. <laughs> See, I think that's another reason why a lot of people have so many issues mm-hmm. with just dealing with people. Yes. Because it's like. You already and we already first start getting those little children development hurt from that exact thing. Someone that told you something right. and didn't keep their they word. Didn't do it. Yeah. And then that made you kind of defensive and put some walls up like, all right, I am no, nah, I don't like how that feel. And then you got older and then you start seeing more people do it and you're like, All right, now I'm starting to really but you, get, you know get what me. happens when you put up all these walls, you start taking them exact same walls into new relationships and right. adventures. And that's what people get handed. You're supposed to leave that stuff there. Like God says, basically, you're supposed to leave it, leave that town, basically, if, if the town is not accepting of you. If it's, if it's just Brush the negative. Brush dust off. 
Yeah, and just keep on moving on and, and don't hold nothing because you're going to take that into your next adventure. So don't do that. And see, and I think that's another reason why I say it's so hard for people because they hold all that stuff and they have all that. Because now that's their expectation. Mm-hmm. Everything that I ask somebody to do, they're going to either bail out or they're going to say they're going to do it and then not do it. Right. And I think that's a quality as just it don't matter of who you are, what you are, what you think. That should be a basic human quality. If, if you're going to do something, do it. If you're not, don't say right. it. Amen. Amen. Simple as that. And I always thought of this. I thought this was dope. If, you are, if, if you're a man or woman of your word, because you read your word, right? So you should be a man and woman of your word. Mm-hmm. So I just thought that was something neat. Wordplay. So we're going to go ahead. What, y- what y'all thinking about this morning? Something the up- anointed. Oh, I thought you was talking about Oh, we could talk about that. So we got this morning. <laughs> I'm trying to pass, but I'm trying to think this is Wednesday, Sunday of, of next week. That's why I want it to be. Because that's, that's my birthday. That's my birthday. That's my right. birthday. Right. Good birthday. Right. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. Hey, hey, hey. Y'all just going to let me party I by myself. I just learned how to play that on the piano, actually. Oh, okay. Happy birthday? Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. You know, I have a piano that I learned how to do the James Bond. Do, 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 do. I learned that part. <laughs> yeah. I, I missed that left hand. Doom, 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 doom. I, I ain't got to that part yet. But I have, I had a, ever since Gospel Fest, that's horrible. Gospel Fest of last year, my piano has been in up because I left my, my power oh. at Gospel Fest. <clears throat> So I couldn't power, so I had to buy one from Amazon, and I just got that in like some months ago. Was that last year? Gospel Fest was last year? Gospel Fest was last year. October, maybe. Mm -mm, It was like May-ish. I want to say it was like May, because I I know it was like May-ish, I think. Yeah, whatever. It was 2017. It wasn't 2018. That's even worse. (laughs) No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. Because we had just started yep. the Anointed Radio show. Yeah, in November. Y'all going to hear all this, Anointed Radio fans. So, Anointed Radio started November oh, 5th, yeah. 2017. It was yeah. about April, it was, May, that, that's 2018. Right. It was 2018. Yep. Yeah. That's within the first six months. Huh? Yeah, within the yeah, first within six the months, first it was months, there. Yeah. yeah. So, so, our anniversary is coming up. Our anniversary is coming up. And we have the Anointed Summer Party. If you haven't got your tickets, it's too late to get them online. you got to get them at the door. Just 25 at the door. Um, it's going to be a great experience. whole lot of avenues for you to see. Um, just make sure you are in the house. Mm-hmm. The worship experience is going to be real. I got the top people from the Las Vegas Valley mm-hmm. out there that's going to make y'all sit Speak tongues, run around the church, do whatever you gotta do. It's, it's gonna be, a, it's gonna be, <laughs> do whatever you gotta do. <laughs> it's gonna be something that you need to see. I, so yeah, I'm looking forward to um, hearing Chris Johnston. Man, Chris Johnson, Latasha McCall, mm-hmm. uh, Doctor Marvietta Clay. We have um, Kevin Walls. We have um, who else we got in there? Anton. Latoya Walker. We got Anton, but we're going to have to pump him up to get him to sing because he's just like, I'm a host today. So we're going to see. But if, if we, <laughs> okay. he, can't, he can't sit down and not sing. So let's go ahead. We're going to just <laughs> say Anton, Doctor. I'm going to start claiming Doctor A.D. 
Pearson. <laughs> so it's going to be a great, it's going to be a great experience. You're even going to hear Pastor Jay sing today. Mm. Man, that's a treat, ain't it? Mm, so, okay. it's going to be something that is going to be this a great... going to be there. Cletus is going to be on the mic. Oh, On okay. the mic, okay. No, right. he ain't. I, I took that all away from me. He got excited. He looked at me, too, when when y'all said that. He's, no, he doesn't. He's, he's, he's not, not going to do it. He, he's not yeah. going to do that. I'm sorry, Cletus. Yeah. You're going to see. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so... It's going to be a great experience. Make sure you go to anointedradionetwork.com. Be able to go and get your ticket. Oh, you can't get your tickets. Get nope. t- Go to Rancho, 1900 Sterling Ave, um, right in front of the Ram, by the, gy- by the uh, football field, parking over there. Free parking. Well, by the soccer field, because, you know, we're in America, so we say football. Oh, American football field. So, <laughs> so go ahead. Join us. It's going to be a great experience tonight. Have your little, it's going to have something to be able to worship and jam to tonight at your convenience after church. Go, You go after church, go get something to eat, and then come out full force. Let's go, Las Vegas. It's going to be a great experience. So, with that being said, we're going to go in the mix. And in the mix, we're going to go ahead with some... Um, I wanted to play this because I kept hearing this in my head by Donald Lawrence. It's called Spiritual. Mm. See y'all in a minute. Spiritual by Donald Lawrence. Hope you like it. Make me feel a soul in it. How many spiritual people in the room tonight? I can't hear y'all. How many spiritual people in the room tonight? Talk to him, say it. Having a spiritual experience, but you're you're a spiritual being. Living this natural experience. Any witnesses out there? You're not a natural being. Oh, yeah. Having a spiritual experience, but you're a spiritual being. Having what? Living this natural experience. Every day.
This is not the time to be timid. You can no longer think less of yourselves because of that situation. Amen. So we're going to go ahead and go into our interview phase. And we have the great Mr. Mark, the CEO of Caregiver Communications from Georgia, y'all. We have him on the line, everybody. Good morning. Good morning, Reverend Calhoun. How you doing? I'm doing fine, thank you. Thank you for having me on the show today. We appreciate you coming on. So we're going to start off with one of Pastor Jay's famous icebreaker questions. Okay. So the icebreaker question today is, what is your favorite pastime? Uh, I would have to say exercising. Oh, nice. I like to spend time in the gym. I wish that that's was what I like to yeah, do. Yeah, that's... I wish we could those share are, that. Those are goals. I like to, too, but I just don't show up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of the things someone told me about, I like to lift weights, and I've been doing it for many years, and regardless of the day that you have, if you're having a good day or a bad day, the weights are always the same. So they center you. They yeah. bring you back to, gives you an idea of where you are that day. And some days when you're having in a bad mood, you may lift more because you're angry, if you're in a good mood, you may do more, but it kind of centers you and says, okay, this is steady, this is what's going on, and just kind of focuses you on, on what's going on that day and what's important. Mm. So that's something that I uh, have been doing for years and really enjoy it. Wow. I never thought of it that way. Yeah. yeah. I, I usually just do it when I'm stressed and I'm mad, just like, oh, I'm going to go lift iron. <laughs> Woo! And then I, I wake up next day, I say, I shouldn't have did that. I shouldn't have did that. <laughs> well, 
And at my age, to do it and to get in there and do it, I uh, it's it's fun because I um, been doing it. Gosh, I don't know, forty five years wow. or so. So it's uh, and I was a skinny little kid growing up. So it's nice to see results of your efforts when you get in there and you get pumped up. You can see immediate results, and that's a good thing. And it's also good for your heart. It's mm-hmm. good for your lifestyle and so on. Right. Amen. Amen. So, so that's what I do. What? Where is your hometown? Right now I'm in Atlanta, Georgia. Amen. Everybody is in Atlanta. Atlanta. We've interviewed so many people that live in Atlanta. Yeah. It's such a growing place. I've been here for 29 years. Wow. And when I first moved here, there were 4 million people in the greater Atlanta area. Now it's up over 6. Wow. And uh, what an opportunity for people to come here. Mm. It really is just bustling. So with, with Atlanta... You you said you've been there 20, uh, 29 years. Where were you before? Well, let's see. I, I'm originally from Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there aren't many of us, but, yeah, I'm from Rhode Island, and I've lived outside of Washington, D.C., Orlando, Florida. I went to school in Milwaukee, and then I ended up here in Atlanta. Wow. wow so I've had traveled. an opportunity to see different parts of the country. Amen. Amen. That's, that's, that's well-versed right there. You could say, yeah, I've been in a lot of places, but. This is home. Amen. <laughs> so, um, just starting off, how did you get the idea for your company? We formed, I have a co founder, Joanne Pauley, and we founded the company after personal care, uh, family experiences being caregivers and realizing that caregiving is often event driven. Something happens, yeah. there's a fall there's an accident, there's a diagnosis of a disease, and all of a sudden you're thrust into this role and you weren't prepared for it and you get stuck. And there are three questions that we found everybody asks, and that is number one, what do I do? Number two is, what do I need? And the third question is, where do I go for help? So we started doing research and said, you know, at the time there wasn't a lot out there in the caregiver term wasn't in use all that much we were doing it but we didn't have the term for it so we decided that based on our experiences excuse me we wanted to help other families who are caring for loved ones who that can't care for themselves we want to help them on their journey Mm. and so when did when did your company start we started 10 years ago 10 years ago and we started out uh, in print. In that we did magazines in Orlando, in Atlanta, and in Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay. And what we were trying to do is to identify different needs that caregivers have. And when you get into it, you don't realize how much it affects your life. It affects right. us physically. It affects us emotionally. It affects us psychologically, financially, yes. even legally. So what we wanted to do is to identify some of the needs that they have and then connect them to local resources that can help them meet the needs that we talked about in our articles. Now, we have since gone from a print-based company to a web-based company, and our website is caregiver.buzz.buzz. And there now we can put up videos and articles, and we're in the midst of updating and renewing our, our our website to do even more. But we found it's a great way to communicate with people. And when we want to share personal experiences, 
as well as information from industry experts, caregivers, and our uh, sponsors that provide the products and services. Hmm. So, so does your company link families with uh, particular caregivers, or is it more uh, just about providing resources and information but, about caregivers? If I may share a story with you Please. that explains this. Um, my dad had a bad fall okay. a few years ago, and mm. we had to put him into a skilled nursing home and at the hospital. This is up in Rhode Island. I went up, and they gave, they said, we can't do any more for your dad. He needs to go to a skilled nursing home. Mm. Okay. And they gave me a list of nursing homes, and they said, let us know tomorrow where you want him to go. Hmm. Now, I had never put a parent or anyone into a skilled nursing home. Right. Didn't know what a skilled nursing home was. So I started researching on the Internet, and the reviews I read of different facilities were contradictory, so that didn't help. Mm -hmm. I talked to some old friends up there, and they said, oh, this one's good. No, this one's not. So I called my wife, who is in home health here in Atlanta, and she gave me a checklist mm -hmm. of things to look for, everything from it was in January, and my 92-year-old mother was going to be driving to visit my dad every day, so the location, make sure she can find it easily. Right. We checked the parking lot, so that is, are there stairs or ramps? There's going to be snow and ice. We want to make sure there's ample parking. She said, when you walk through the front door, give the facility the sniff test. Mm. What does it smell like? Is it clean or does it smell like something else? Right. And so on. Yeah. And this is really good information Absolutely. that help us make the best decision for our situation. Mm -hmm. Well, that list is good anywhere in the country. But if you're looking for a skilled nursing home in Rhode Island, you don't care about the skilled nursing homes in Boise, Idaho, or San Diego, right. but the information is good anywhere. So what we try to do is provide information like this so that you can search our uh, sponsors and see what the best decision, what the best situation is for your parents when you're putting them in. Mm -hmm. And we do a lot of different things like that. So we're providing good information so that you can not just see the resource, but determine how to select a resource. Wow, that's great. That's great. So one thing I wanted to kind of ask is what's a common, I guess you could say, a common obstacle that a lot of caregivers go through? Well, we say you don't know what you don't know. Mm -hmm. And you get thrust into this role and we're not prepared for it. As I said, we don't know what to do. Um, and we say, okay, now what? What's the next step? And that seems to be very, is common amongst caregivers. And when we talk to professional caregivers, when we talk to families, they sit there and go, well, what do I need to do and where should I go? And that's the biggest obstacle. Uh, when you're making a decision on what to do next, it boils down to location, it boils down to affordability, it, it, talks about insurance and all these things come into play and if we haven't thought about it before now we have to so we try to help the decision-making process what we try to do also is to get people thinking about other things so if you went in looking for skilled nursing home we also will say well have you thought about finances how are you going to pay for this mm -hmm. your type of insurance that you have do you have 
just Medicare? Do you have uh, private insurance? Do you have secondary insurance? Uh, the location and so on. And these are things people need to talk about or think about that don't. Let me give you a, if I may tell another story of a good friend of mine I used to play golf with. Uh, his in-laws lived in Huntsville, Alabama. He lived here in Atlanta. And his mother-in-law had Alzheimer's. And the father was the caregiver. So on the Sunday, they called up and the mother answers the phone. They go, where's dad? He said, well, he's sleeping. So they called up an hour later and mother answers the phone. Where's dad? He's still sleeping. The third time they called, they said, wake him up. And she said, he doesn't want to wake up. So they kept her on the phone. They called the police. When the police arrived, they found out that the father, not sleeping, but had been dead for one to two days. Wow. Okay, so our friends said, oh, no, what do we do? And they got in the car, drove three hours to Huntsville, and he said, oh, my word, I wish your site was up to where it should be because when we got there, we had to find an Alzheimer's facility for Mom. Mm. Two, we had to make funeral arrangements for Dad. He was a veteran, so we had veterans' issues. Mom was no help with the financials, no help with the insurance, no help with the legal matters. Then they had to get the house ready to go through everything, get the house ready to be sold it took him 15 months and about thirty thousand dollars to get all this done oh my goodness. he said i wish we had been proactive and had talked to dad about the financial plans where the insurance cards are where all the legal documents are and so on mm. so that if something happened boom we have a plan in place we can flip the switch and we just go to the next phase of our lives wow. so we try to get people to think about things that they may not want to talk about or think about, but they should. And if you, the earlier you do the planning, you take the emotions out of it, you make better decisions, uh, more economical decisions, and then when it's done, you don't have to worry about it. So we want to get people thinking along those lines as well. Mm. And it's just, uh, <laughs> we, uh, we have a, an article that you may find strange at the beginning, but it, it makes sense, and that is how to put the fun into funerals. Mm. And what that means is people think about what they want to do, and they plan ahead. They pay for it. They make the adjustments. Now the responsibility doesn't fall onto the survivors, and they get to celebrate the life. An example of that is uh, there's a funeral home in Melbourne, Florida, that had a uh, customer, I guess, come in, and he was a big NASCAR fan. So when he died, they had a service with him with his jacket on and his hat and the coffin, and they had a service at the Daytona Raceway. Wow. That's the way he wanted to go out. <laughs> so they were able to celebrate what he liked and what was going on. So that's how we talk about planning ahead right. and to put the fun into funerals. Hmm. And that's... Uh I think is one of the most important things to think about if this may happen because a lot of times we don't want to think about it but then when it does we're scrambling you know I, we've dealt with in my family personally so many times where someone has passed and now we have to put money together we have to get family here we have to find out that this bill is due and now this and that and it's so much that you put yourself through because it's not always um, death that would displace you it could be you know um, my grandmother had dementia mm -hmm. so now all mm -hmm. bills are falling through now we find out she hasn't paid rent in like six months she hasn't paid the bills right. and then you have to catch all those things up move her out move her to different places 
and you know I I want to I would say from like 11 to maybe I want to say maybe 18 I was my grandmother's caregiver Making sure she was here, going there. She'll forget yeah. where she was going while driving. I would have to rem- remind her. I became a great navigator that way, but it was something that you had to go through, yeah. and it's it's a lot, you know, and especially, especially when, child. man, I'm telling you. And one thing that I've I've seen as a struggle of having somebody that had to have a caregiver is finding the right caregiver. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, like, in any field, you always have to find somebody that actually likes what they're doing. Not just there right. to get a check, just sit there, but actually will make sure that they'll take care of your like loved one. Calling. Like Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I think that was something that was a very big thing with my grandmother during the time that she had her dementia. Sure. Right. Was finding that right caregiver. Because I couldn't give it all because I was a child. Right. And then by the time I got to as a young adult went to the service i was gone so my aunt was taxed and my mom was taxed it 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 takes so much so caregivers has to is like a bridge yeah to be able to help out i think that's that's a really good point um as i was listening to you i was thinking about my my mother-in-law that was just diagnosed with dementia and my uh, brother-in-law and sister-in-law relocated to go back to Uh, care for her and that might not be the best you know they may not be the best caregiver but she wanted family she didn't want any outside person coming in but it's going to be real testy because you know they had to revamp their lives and it's just real difficult you know they, they, they both have physical issues that they're dealing with so everybody needs Everybody needs something in that house, and it's gonna my be mother-in-law rough. needs the most. And my mom and my aunt were nurses. Uh-huh. So, so that, it, yeah. they just felt like they was at work 24 hours. So they will get off work, and then they would go help their mom. But yeah. it, it, it's, it's, it's rough yes. having care. You have to be a caregiver. It, it takes a lot. Mm-hmm. It, it does. And there's some of the tough decisions are to say we can't handle it anymore. Oh, yeah. yes. Professional. Yeah. And how you approach that point, how you, you know, talk to the person who's being cared for and approach them on that, yeah. it's, it can be very difficult. And one of the other topics that we talk about is caring for the caregiver. Yeah. Because if you don't, it's not uncommon for the caregiver to die first. That's right. Like my friend's father. Yeah. And if you're not prepared, so you have to take care they say in life-saving, you have to save yourself before you can save someone else. Mm-hmm. So in caregiving, if you're not taking care of yourself, you're not going to be able to take very good care of the person that you're caring for. Right. So there are things that you need to do and to keep that going. One other, <laughs> another quick story for you is along those lines, we had a friend that um, the, uh, the mother had Alzheimer's, and they had a, a caregiver actually living with the family, they're eating dinner one day, and they look at the mother, and the mother's taking food off her plate and putting it under the table. And they takes it off, and they go, Helen, what are you doing? And she just smiled. Well, they looked under the table, and there's the dog sitting there, and she's feeding the dog. And they said, Helen, he has his own food. You leave Skippy alone. Well, they're washing the dishes later, and they look, and Helen's gone. And they look around the corner, and there's Helen sitting on the floor next to the dog, and the two of them are enjoying a bowl of kibbles and bits. They're both sitting there eating. 
And wow. the caregiver said, well, we couldn't have gotten mad at the mother. We could have gotten mad at the dog, but instead we just laughed because sometimes you just have to laugh. Hmm. And they said, come on, leave him, let him have his own meal. You had yours. They didn't get upset. Yeah. They just got the mother and moved her into another room. So there are situations, hmm. and it's a difficult thing to sometimes to realize you just have to laugh at things and go with the flow and not get upset. Because right. caregiving just, you know, it's a 24-7 and you're there, and it's difficult. Yeah. So we talk about caring for the caregivers so they can take better care of the person as well. Do, do you help assist with, like, uh, family members trying to be the caregiver of, of their elders? Yes. We, we talk. Elders taking care of someone over the age of 50 comprises about two-thirds of the caregiver market. And now there are about 68 million caregivers in the United States. Wow. So that's over 40 million caregivers taking care of someone over the age of 50. Mm. Isn't that, amazing? that is a lot. Now, another interesting uh, statistic, and that is for employers that have, regardless of the company, if you have an employee who is a caregiver, it negatively affects your bottom line by $2,500 to $5,000 a year based on lost time, productivity, and quality of work. Mm. You know, we're tired. We're thinking about mom. We're thinking about, oh, we have to take it to the doctors this afternoon. I miss some things because, um, I, you know, just my mind is somewhere else. So we'll be helping uh, companies to get our site out on their HR sites so that we can be a resource to them as well and to help the companies. Mm. Again, things that we don't think about, but it affects our everyday life. Right. Amen. Well, one thing I wanted to just say with last question is where can – Everybody find um, your website, if you guys have social media, anything to connect with you guys. Right. Our website is, again, www.caregiver.buzz, B-U-Z-Z. Uh, it's, uh, it's a little different, but it's easy to remember. <laughs> and we're on uh, Facebook, and uh, you can find me on LinkedIn, Mark Shakero. Uh, the last name is S-H-E-K-E-R-O-W. So you can find me at either place, and uh, if you have a question that you don't find the answer to on our website, email me at mark at caregiver.buzz, and we'll get the answer to you. Amen. 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 Well, we definitely thank you for coming on and giving us the information about your company because there's so many people I know that is affected right. with being a caregiver and need the resources and are, are at the end of their rope and wondering okay I, what can i do next so i definitely appreciate you coming and sharing your knowledge um anointed radio is here to be able to spread about the awareness of your site so if there's anything that you need from us we'll definitely promote and tell people about because i definitely with what i've been through in my childhood and being affected with my grandmother having caregivers i believe in your product a lot so well, we'll on our end from Anointed Radio here in Las Vegas, we'll definitely be promoting it. And thank you for coming on to the show. Thank you very much. I've enjoyed it, and I wish you all the best. Awesome. Take care. Yes. Amen. So that that was that was informational. Yeah, definitely. I think I, I really think that was needed. That yeah, that's what I was thinking. You know, like we always talk about find a hole and fill it wherever mm -hmm. there's a need and there's always a need for 
um, support for caregivers and information and education. And you know what's, cr- what's really crazy? If and, and, you know you, you can't live by fear, but it does kind of worry me because I watched someone deteriorate from it. Dementia and Alzheimer's is getting younger and younger by the days. Mm. And why is a lot of people coming up with dementia? And and that's what no one knows. Yeah, I I've done ever since my grandmother had dementia and when she passed, I've done those walks. You know, research for Alzheimer's and dementia and stuff. No one knows. Like, some people assume that it's a TBI that gets deeper, you know, more affected with the brain, or it's just offset disease or your brain just starts shutting down. Well, I know they did find a, a test that they could take to detect if you're going to have old timers or not. Right. That, and that's pretty new technology because mm-hmm. a lot of people, you don't know until you have it. And they just, th- and you know, a lot of times what the, the biggest mistake was, was a lot of people just figured that they, old people got senile. Yep. And instead of identifying the issues, you know, because you got to think about how much medicine has changed from the early 1900s to now. Because right. a lot of things didn't get solved. Like, I could tell you perfectly, my great-grandmother, who was my grandmother's mom, she died of having um, um, a type of, like, what is the thing? The um, hemorrhaging from right. from her womb. Right. Nowadays, you will survive. They just give you a hysterectomy. They, they help you right. out and you survive. But back then, you that was a death sentence, yeah. you know. So like it was cancer. like, yeah, like cancer was. Yeah. So it's like there's is so much that I I feel like as platforms we all should be promoting of finding ways to help find new ways of avenues because there's a lot of people and I can tell you right now there's a lot of people out there that feels hopeless and helpless as a caregiver, and when another thing that that I feel that is needed is a resource to help them when what to do after. Because yeah. you dedicate your life. There's some people that dedicate their life to grandma, mom, dad. And then when they pass, yeah, they don't know what they to do. What they to do. messed up so much of life. All yeah. their life was to serve and help That's right. Help this person that they love dearly. Now this person is gone. Yeah. Like, you know, because when you see somebody going through that, I personally felt happy that my grandmother wasn't suffering anymore. Right. Because she was going through hell on earth mm-hmm. with strokes every day not knowing anything stop she wow. wasn't able to talk anymore she um she she just from the the bright smart lady that i remember to somebody that just didn't talk yeah. and, it, and it, it it devastated me especially because you know to have somebody forget your name to have somebody not recognize you and they they raised you yeah like that's the rough thing so it's right. like just think there's so many people. I know I'm not the only person with that story. Right. And there's so many people that go through it with not just their grandparent, their mama, their daddy, you know, and, mm-hmm. and have to go through all this struggle. So I definitely have prayers out there, and I say pray for those families that you don't, you never know what they're going through, that have a sick loved one, that they have to sacrifice so much. Because when he said um, productivity goes down, it's true. It sure because my, so true. my auntie was an RN nurse, and she had to take a lot of her PTO time, sick leave, just to be able to be with my grandmother when she had a stroke, when, be with my grandmother because she got lost, be with my grandmother because her care got, caregiver couldn't come today. A whole lot of stuff where some, the whole family had to pitch in and take time off due to those situations. Right. So I definitely say check him out caregiver.buzz very easy caregiver.buzz great organization help you out 
if you're a caregiver, if you're thinking about being a caregiver, if you was a caregiver, go check out his website, give you some resources. If you're a business and you know that some people at your job are caregivers, get that resource. If you're a right. nursing home, if you're a place that that's what your main priority is, check him out, caregiver.buzz. But one thing I wanted to say is it's about that time. Cletus. Awesome. He was on time. He might be mad that he ain't going to be at the anointed summer party. He'll but you it. could be at the anointed summer party. And the, the at the door, it's going to be $25 at the door. Great experience. Thank you, Zappo, for your contribution. We thank everybody that that came through to make this possible for tonight. So now it's time, after all the planning and hard work, to enjoy, worship the Lord. And have this great event here in Las Vegas as this is our inaugural event. And Anointed Radio is about to come out with something new, y'all. Where y'all going to be sitting here like, we didn't see this coming, but it's about to come. Yes. So, just check us out. And one thing I want y'all to know is, God didn't say it's over, so don't say it's over yourself. Because nothing's over until he says it's over. And this is Lady AJ. Have a wonderful Sunday, everyone. And just remember, life is a journey. And this is Coach Hill. You can find me on Instagram at 910Coach. You can also find me on Facebook at Top of the Hill Radio. And remember, patience is a talent that a lot of people don't have. Let's go.